0: <laughs> They're cute. All right. Right let's do this. Welcome to another episode of Self Reliance with Diana Ward. Today's episode will be about you being unified with the Lord. Well, good morning, sisters. All right, we're back again. Hi, Imogen, take it away. Let us know
1: what we're discussing today. Hello. So uh, today we're looking at Chapter 2 in our um, Personal Finances for Self-Reliance book. And um, just as a way of mention, I don't know whether I mentioned it last week, but uh, this is a course of 12 weeks and... We want you to be able to participate by following along on your device, your either your mobile phone, your iPad, your um, computer, or by following along through the book. So this is um, an actual course. What's it take, What's the book called? It's called Personal Finances for Self Reliance, and it's available on the um, Gospel. Library yeah. app, or it's also available through the um, church store, LDS store. Nice. So it's—I don't think it's very expensive. Okay. So, but you may find That's them in your library, at your chapel. So this is lesson number two. Lesson number two. And if you have any questions or concerns, there's an email address. It's called Chopstick and por- Spork. So Chopstick and Spork. At gmail.com. Chopstick and spork. Try and say that 10 times fast. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Titles of today's um, chapter are Becoming Unified in Our Approach to Finances. And the My Foundation principle we're looking at is Exercise Faith in Jesus Christ. And then we're going to be talking a little bit about Work and Take Responsibility, Work Together to Manage Money, and Hold Regular Family Councils. So last week, uh, Julia, we discussed how we counsel with the Lord and we recognise the Lord in that he's providing for us and this week we're going one further by becoming more unified. Yes, we did. Um, Last
2: week we asked you to read the letter at the front of the book. It was a message from the First Presidency which uh, tells what the Lord has declared. So
1: hopefully you all read the letter. Yes, lovely. And discussed what you um, felt with your partner or with your family. So today, looking at exercise faith in Jesus Christ, the question we're asking today is, how does your faith in Jesus Christ affect your self-reliance? And I guess that um, is a, is a question that um, we all have when we come into the gospel about our faith in Jesus Christ. And from a self-reliance perspective, um, we know that faith is an action word and part of the actions that we need to do in um, having faith in Jesus Christ is uh, working and and looking after ourselves. So Francis... Um, why does your faith lead you to action?
0: Um, because if I believe that Heavenly Father has a plan for me and I do, I listen, then I believe that what he says will come to pass. So if I have the faith that my life will be much more peaceful and prosperous, I guess, then I would follow the counsel that he gives me. And so I will pay my tithing, or and I will budget, and I will follow the principles that we're about to talk about today. Yep. Because I have faith that you know, if I do those things, I will get the blessings for obedience to that law.
1: Yep. Excellent. Mm. Yes. So um, faith, is, faith is necessary for God to help us temporally and spiritually. Um, there's some really good quotes from. Some, uh, Russell M. Nelson talks about The fullness of the earth is promised to those Who keep the Sabbath day holy um, Which is commandment um, There's a quote from Neil Anderson Spirituality is not stagnant And neither are sacrament covenants Covenants bring not only commitments But they bring spiritual power So our faith is a sign of our commitment And this is bringing us um, our self-reliance and our power And the final quote. Quote that um, is mentioned from Richard Scott: I bear witness that the Book of Mormon can become a personal urim and thummim in your life, and he's talking about reading it daily. There's some um, several scriptures in the start of the My Foundation lesson that we um, need to focus on this week, and these scriptures um, would be really good for you to read in your own time, and uh, um, and we'll move on now to the unifying, becoming unified in our approach to our finances. So today we're going to start with work and take responsibility. Okay. So there was something that happened in the garden of Eden and it resulted in a lot of hard work for Adam and Eve. <laughs> and there's a scripture found in Genesis that talks about this, in the sweat of thy face thou sh- sorry, shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. So it's pretty specific. We're expected to work. So um, and a, a nice question about this, or oh, a nice thought about this, is examples of hard work in your life. So, um, Julia, have you had any examples of hard work in your life?
2: Oh, yes. I, I think we all um, work, very hard. But uh yes, sometimes we find ourselves in positions that we never thought um that we would find ourselves in. And uh yes, yes, I yeah, have had to work pretty hard. Yeah. Sometimes three jobs at a time. Yeah. And uh without faith uh in the Lord I would not have been able to do a lot of the things that I have done. And um with that faith has brought a lot of blessings and the hard work has been really good, really rewarding and also has taught me a lot, Yeah, has helped me that I now can help other people who are in the same position as I was and show them that hard work is good and it can be rewarding. Yep. So we can't get anything for nothing. we have to work for what we have
1: excellent so there's a really nice quote from um president Kimball uh, Francis are you are you on the yep so on page twenty three there's a quote where he talks about the responsibility of each person's social emotional spiritual physical. Would you be able to read us that quote because I actually think find this quote is the founding principle of the self-reliance program, and if you go on the church's website, this is what you see: this quote. Oh, okay, so,
0: <clears throat> so President Spencer W. Kimball taught the responsibility for each person's social, emotional, spiritual, physical, or economic well-being rests first. Oh, sorry, rests first upon himself, second upon his family, and third upon the church if he is a faithful member thereof. No true Latter-day Saint, while physically or emotionally able, will voluntarily shift the burden of his own or his family's well-being to someone else. So long as he can, under the inspiration of the Lord and with his own labours, he will supply himself and his family with the spiritual and temporal necessities of life.
1: Excellent. So um, there's a little diagram in the book that shows the picture of the self, the family, the church and then the community last. And um, sometimes... Community can step in um, before church, so you know you can actually move that little diagram around a bit. Um, that's one of the things I learned uh, through Relief Society, actually. Um, so, depending on others, how do you think this limits your growth, Francis? Depending on others, how do you think this limits how you oh, grow? Oh, depending, a depending on something yeah, dependent.
0: Yeah. Oh. Because you're dependent, I think that you you limit your choices because you are yeah. beholden to someone else who is, I guess, in charge of the your, way that you... Your fate. Well, yeah, yeah, in charge of your life. Yeah. Livelihood. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. And I think that can be tricky for... Um, um, Couples in the church who have been independent, and then they've got married, and then it was for us anyway. Yeah, you know, because I we, I got married when I was twenty five, so I would worked mm. a long time, and then I got pregnant with our first child, and now I was at home, and I was yeah. dependent on my husband, and I didn't like it. Uh-huh. But then I, I learned, you know, that he wanted to take care of us, and that was a very humbling experience for me. Yeah. And so I learned beautiful not only to love it but now now, now that I can go back to work, I was like, all right <laughs> can't you do it <laughs> yeah. but it brought us closer together, and it's just and i love i think I love having the capacity to not only take care of my family but not only, but those around us as well, mm. like kind of allow that my work helps other people out yeah. to get themselves more self reliant yeah yeah
1: yeah, and in turn um your work helps you to serve, yeah,
0: definitely, yeah, absolutely increases my capacity to serve too because, at some point, we became self reliant and yep. we paid off our bills and so you know yeah. and now we're in a good position to help others, which yeah. is nice.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's part of the the point that definitely. the Lord's trying to make, mm-hmm. that we can help others if we are um, able to once we've helped ourselves, you know, that we actually have the capacity to um, have extra in our life that we can then give to other people because, you know, if you don't have it, you can't give it. So if you're relying on someone else to give it to you, how can you give it to others, you know? Well, I think it's also a fact that don't just rely on your job. Once
0: you have a job, then use that as an opportunity to prepare yourself to become more self-reliant, you know, say, or how can we use this money to make sure, you know, further down Mm. the track that we're making good financial decisions as opposed to just blow it all. That's right. You know, so this is really good information. Mm. Yep,
1: really good. Okay, let's look at working together to manage money now. So um, this is the second um, point that we're trying to bring up when we're becoming unified in our approach to finances. And you touched on this, Francis, when you talked about your relationship with your husband. And um, that was a really good example. Um, There's a question that they ask about um, how have your finances affected you spiritually and emotionally. And one of the things I thought about when I was thinking on this question myself, um, because when you're working to cover your finances, you feel like you're in control. And your confidence grows. And, and when you've got that kind of confidence, then you feel emotionally balanced. And that emotional balance then affects how you feel spiritually, you know? So, um, there's a, there is a big tie there.
0: It's like, it, it can be a two edged sword too. I've noticed that like you become so dependent on your job that that becomes, Everything, yeah, and you, that causes conflict too. Yeah, so you kind of really have to be. That's in a where position you have to, to
2: choose that fine line. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So, like, this is why self reliance is to important. Counsel with your partner. Yeah. That you're not going too far into that. Yeah, I
0: think so. Or you have to be really clear about what your goals are, mm-hmm. and not just working for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if your work is taking you away from your family for excessive amounts of time, that could over time have a real massive impact.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a filtering effect too, isn't it? Like it can affect how children perceive work as well. Mm, true. Yeah. And it can affect how they perceive relationships. Yeah. So you've got to be able to, you know, not, not that we're like, I'm, I'm a product of the relationship my parents had and the way they worked. So a lot of my work ethic probably comes from what I've seen Yeah, and I think that's what happens in families. So what what our children perceive as um, our work ethic can actually affect their work ethic.
0: Oh, that's true. And so, you know, also in hand with this is the importance of education yes. because I guess... Um, President Hickley said the, the world will pay you what it thinks you're worth mm. and so that piece of paper kind of adds to your value which we know that it doesn't but the world values that piece of paper and so when you have it, it, when yeah. you put the work in and you sacrifice three years of your time or however long to do a course that matters to you yeah. Um, then you get to pick, well hold on, I, I don't want to do that because, you know, I, I value my time too. And so it's a very empowering place to be in the church, even with or without qualifications, is to be in a situation where you go, no, Heavenly Father, help me out. I don't want to do this. This is where, you know, my heart is. Mm. And he will provide you everything that you ask for too, which is why it's important to be
1: he unified does. with him. Because mm-hmm. yes. he's a genius. Yes, <laughs>
2: exactly right.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, Julia, yep, Um, how has being unified with your spouse changed your life? Um,
2: okay. Which spouse?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Um, when it comes to the finances side, I actually run that side. Yeah. And um, my spouse has allowed me to because he willingly says I cannot do it. On my own. Yeah hmm So um, – and that's okay if you've got
1: um, – You know your limitations.
2: Yes, yes. So he understands that. But we always sit down and discuss yeah. it. Like I don't – because I control it, it doesn't mean to say that I don't discuss it with him. Yes. But we do. Very often we get together, we go through the budget. Um, we've had a recent change where I – um, unfortunately stopped working at the beginning of this year uh, so the budget whole budget had to change um, he's changed work a couple of times this year as well so but it's okay yeah it's okay it's not scary no. don't be scared consult the lord especially and um, discuss it and that's what we do we discuss finances very often I Never, ever argue about finances because there's always a solution. Oh, love it. Take it to the Lord. Consult with your partner. If there's no partner, consult with the Lord. An answer will always present itself.
0: That's true. Always. We've all got those tithing miracle stories. Yes. You know, if you pay your tithing. Yes. Um, You know, just my last recent payment – I got a little bit more, and so I was like, oh, I could buy a pair of shoes with the extra, but I paid the money. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, it doesn't matter, it's not mine, so I gave it Mm -hmm. because I have faith. And then literally every single day, it was crazy, like the first day, I saved $500 on a purchase, like $500. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, tithing! I was telling my husband, tithing! I can't believe it! So like, I got, like, a cheaper version of something, but it works just as well, and yeah, it was seventy five hundred $500, and then the next day, like, not just little miracles, huge, massive ones, and I just can't help. Yeah. I needed some chocolates, and I was like, oh, no, I've only got three bucks cash, and the ones I wanted were 12, and I walked past the um, reduced aisle, in the same <laughs> same box, $3. ah. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. Heavenly Father. Anyway, so that's, that's it. You know, you think, oh, this is going to sting, but you pay the money. Yeah. And then he just likes, here you go, windows heaven up, opened up. And you're like, oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. That's right. But the yeah. thing is, you're recognizing the fact that you're getting those blessings. So yeah. we need to open our eyes as well yeah, and definitely. say, wow, these are the blessings we're getting from Heavenly Father. So yeah. it's good.
1: It's acknowledging him. Yep. Oh, absolutely. You yep. can't help it. You're like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. And this is all part of um, what we talked about last week and what we're doing this week by unifying ourselves with the Lord. Yep. Um, yeah. And th- there is a, a section in here that talks about, as a single person, how you can um, prepare better for your spouse. And one of the comments that I made to Julia was, how attractive is a uh, financially stable young single adult.
0: Very, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so something to think about. That's right. <laughs> or one that's got goals, you know, financial yep. goals. that's right. You yeah. Know, that's not caught up with everything else but says, this is what I want. Like, yeah. Excellent. Catch. <laughs> yes, what a
1: catch. So on uh, page 26, there's a cute little activity about how we feel about our spending. Mm. <laughs> do you want to okay. go through the how you feel, Julia? Sure.
2: Um, okay, it's got uh, like some little boxes that you tick. So one is, I counsel with the Lord about my finances. So how often? How often do we counsel with the Lord about our finances? Mm-hmm. Uh, never, sometimes, often, or always. So do we thank the Lord for our finances? Yeah. You know, mm, yeah, maybe we should think about that. The second one, I counsel with my spouse about our finances. Mm. Or if there's no um, spouse, again, do you counsel with the Lord about your finances?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or someone close to you? Yeah. Um family Partner, member. Mm-hmm. A family member, Yes. Uh, third one is finances are a source of personal stress, <laughs> and it's true. Finances can be extremely stressful. Yeah, for definitely, people. Definitely. Yeah, that's huge. It can be the number one stress in um, families and yes, relationships. Um, number four is I hide or I wish I could hide my spending from my husband. Or oh, haven't we all done that? <laughs>
0: Twenty fifty and you yeah. owe twenty dollars. So cool. That dress
2: that we put in the wardrobe we pull out <laughs> and he says, oh, I haven't seen that before. I've had it for years. Don't worry <laughs> about it.
0: Uh, are you hearing this, Rob?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Number five, I disagree with my spouse about finances. Okay, this is where counselling with our spouse comes in. Yes. And um yeah,
0: it can be a tricky one to navigate, especially if it's be. been raised differently around yes. money. Your ideas yes. around money, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's a big thing. When in the first, of um, course, we talked a little bit about our attitude, yes. around abundance, yes. And in the church, we've got a really good attitude about abundance, just because we're abundant by nature. Mm-hmm. But it, it can be um, a source of conflict and stress if you've got two different mindsets when one of them's. definitely there's a poverty mindset and the other one is like well we've got to pay the money to do these things that's right yeah
2: so it is worth discussing
1: yes definitely it's a good little activity to to do Mm -hmm. um the third section that we're going to talk about is hold regular family councils so the question they they're asking us is how can holding family councils benefit us and our family and I have a great example of this in um, someone that I knew, actually. They, they were discussing the water usage in the home. Large family, lot of water usage, big water bill. So um, one family home evening, there was the call out for, go and put your bathers on, grab yourself a towel. Go put your bathers on, grab yourself a towel. Everyone's thinking good thoughts like, oh, we're going to the beach, we're going to the pool, we're having a swim oh, this will be fun, anyway, come into the room and it's, no, we're going to practice having a three-minute shower. So, Excellent. I love it. I've got the timer out. You're all going to go and wash yourself like you would in three minutes and we're going to time it. Mm. Wow, including hair and everything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so you can have some very creative family councils. I think that's a good one. About... uh, your finances and where it all goes. And I think it's important for children to know where all the bills go mm. because then they're not under an illusion as an adult as to what's what's what it's going to cost them yeah. in their life to uh, pay their bills. So, yeah, I'm definitely I'm an advocate for counselling with your um, family about your finances. And that's something that we've always tried to do as a family. And... um yeah, I think um, it it shows wisdom in the um, Lord that you are doing this, and that they understand that you're paying tithing as well. Because children, you know, need to learn from from your example on how to pay tithing and the blessings of tithing. Mm, definitely. So, yeah, you
0: have to re- have a really good attitude about money too.
1: Yes, you can't say, oh,
0: if you do this, then we won't be eating, stop showering, you know, and say, okay, this is what it costs. So if we all have three minutes, then we've got more money to do this. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: You You want to go on a holiday? Yeah. Oh, let's all have shorter showers this year. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But see, and it's all just, you just changed, you shifted the the thinking in the way that you spoke about it. Yeah. Because I I was raised with, you know, you think money grows on trees and we'll never afford that. And so it's very. Me too. Hard to shift that, <laughs> but you know and you're trying to teach your kids to have a very healthy relationship with the money is just the way for us to achieve goals, yes, it's not everything no and so kind of focus more on the goal than yes. the vehicle, yeah you know money's just a vehicle, and so how do we get that? We just sometimes we have to work, and that's okay, work
1: is good, yeah, make friends no. whatever yeah and it's a prince it's a founding principle of this life work. Mm.
0: You know, well, the Lord says, right? He works six days and then rests one. So it means work is the fundamental principle Mm -hmm. of life. That's right. Yeah, you know, we have one short day, then we're back to work. That's how we are productive and, funnily
1: enough, more happy. Yes, you know, and like like I said earlier, that confidence comes. Yeah, we get that confidence, and then that affects us emotionally and spiritually. Correct. So our commitments this week. Francis, oh. this is what we're committing to. Uh-oh, yes. We're pra- practising our My Foundation principle, which is on page 20. Sorry, just flicking. The My Foundation principle that we're practising this week is showing our faith this Sunday by keeping the Sabbath day holy. We are also going to be reading the Book of Mormon each day. And we're going to read the scriptures on page 21, which are um, all about our faith in action. So if you don't read those scriptures, there I'm sure if you looked up faith in the topical guide, you'll find a whole host more yep. <laughs> that are very mo- motivating in terms of faith. And we're going to continue to track our income and expenses like we did last week, which I found very enlightening. Oh enjoyed that, yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. really good um yeah. um not I won't say I'm addicted, but I'm on the road to tracking my finances now. that's cool, yes, yeah, how good. do you do that? I basically printed a sheet with three columns and said um I t- uh expense, income and savings no, no income, and what's the other one spending you know outgoing Incoming, outgoing, and I just tracked what I had done in terms of. You do it manually? Yeah. Well, I did. I hand wrote it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I oh. could have done a spreadsheet, but I felt this is probably easier for me at this time. All right. So cool. Oh no, that's well. If late, I get into it, if receipts. I get into it more, then I'll think of a, a better process because I actually would like to do it on my phone. To be honest, I'd like to be able to just pull up a sheet on my phone and be able to go yep just did, did just did that purchase yep i'll put that in the outgoing yep
0: or well, you so. just keep your receipts and then do it at the end of the day or, yep. or collate it or just pay for everything by card and then the you're the, Yeah the well basically
1: i i tracked it through my um, bank account yeah yeah and and there were some things that weren't in my bank account because they were things that um you know came out of another account mm. So yeah, but basically, most of your income going fast food too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, neither. Just, just, just joking. <laughs> okay, holding. Um, I will hold a family council and discuss financial stewardship. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. Ooh, nice. I'm going to go through it this week. I'm going to pull out my little sheet of expenses and do the whole. Ooh, did you know that <laughs> this week? <laughs> Let them all know where I'll. Uh, I've got a few bills that came in this week too, so it was quite interesting to That's see cool. the uh, rise in the mm-hmm. the water bill. Anyway, yeah. let's not go there. Yep. And then contacting your action partner or your um, support person. So, yeah. Yep. Which you did. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Yep. Julia, contacting us and um, contacting, I contacted you back. Yes. we did. Yep. All right. So, um, yeah, so this is what we're looking at. So just to summarise, we discussed how being unified in our approach to finances is important Mm. and we discussed our faith and um, we talked about work as a principle, we talked about working as couples and discussing it as a couple in a relationship and then we talked about um, working as a family and discussing it in, in the family situation. So thank you all. For um, participating with us, and we look forward to talking to you next time on Chapter Three in Personal Finances for Self Reliance.
0: Yeah, and uh, I guess on a local note, a uh, local yeah note, self reliance. We've been encouraged to get in the three months worth of um, storage. Yes, so that's so maybe one thing this week is you can try and grab something. A little bit extra for your storage. Track that. Track that. Oh, you track Track it. it. Track that. Track it. All right, just track it. What about you, Julia?
2: I've got a book. I track everything. I drive everyone crazy with my tracking of everything.
0: Okay. Well, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's the end of another. Thank you, ladies, for coming. Another show for this week. So everyone out there, if you've got any questions, email us at chopstickandspork at gmail.com. Otherwise, enjoy a week.